Welcome to Rise from the Scars. I'm your host, Vanessa Whiting. This is a space for transparent conversation about many different life experiences, relationships, and even trauma. A place to be able to tell your story or have your story told, to own your truth, and to rise above the pain. When we learn to embrace our experiences, tell our truth with transparency, then we triumph. Don't be afraid to tell your story and to own your truth. But when doing that, be strong and know that we're in this together. So let's rise. Now on to the episode. Welcome to episode four, domestic violence in a pandemic. Welcome to Rise from the Scars podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Whiting. Today is a story on domestic violence. I'm going to share a story from a beautiful young woman who shared this on Facebook with her family and friends. She had never told this story before, but I'm going to relay that in her own words, but I'm going to keep her name undisclosed for her privacy. But this is her story, and here it goes. I have never told this story, and it may be only about three people that even know. The only reason I'm telling it now is because this incident happened about four years ago. I'm hoping that it may inspire someone who could possibly be going through this currently. I was thinking about it today. I literally took a picture about an hour after I had just gotten punched in my face and had laundry detergent poured all over me simply because I asked him a question. After the punch and the laundry detergent being poured on me, he held me and my car hostage for about two hours because he was not ready for me to go. That was on a Tuesday afternoon, and by that Thursday, I had called it quits. I remember being terrified because this person knew where I lived, and I really didn't know where his head was at. I remember coming home, acting just as normal as ever. And I took a picture, and I really don't even know why. Maybe my brain was still discombobulated. But this picture received quite a few likes on Instagram, and no one had a clue what had just happened to me. I received DMs and comments telling me how pretty I was, and my face was actually swollen in that picture. How many people do we see every day? and have no clue what they're going through. So always be kind to people. I thought about how many girls that are pretty, in quotes, in public, but suffer in private and in silence. Domestic violence is never okay. Don't let your pretty kill you. I hope this inspires other young women to walk away from abuse of any kind. If no one told you, Today, you're beautiful, you're kind, you're important, you're special, and you're the bomb.com. You're smart and you are loved. Life is short, so make it count and make it special. Just like the beautiful woman that told this story, she is not alone. Domestic violence is an epidemic affecting individuals in every community, regardless of the age, 
economic status, sexual orientation, race, or even religion. It is often accompanied by emotionally abusive and controlling behavior that is only a systematic pattern of dominance and control, only a fraction. Every nine seconds in the United States, a woman is assaulted or beaten, and domestic violence is the leading cause of injury to women. And nearly one in five teen girls have been threatened with violence by a boyfriend at the threat of a breakup. What we need to recognize is that domestic violence does not just come in physical form. It also is sexual, verbal, emotional, and even financial. What tends to happen in domestic violence cases is that it intensifies over time. Abusers may often seem wonderful and perfect initially, but gradually become more aggressive and controlling as the relationship continues. Abuse may begin with behaviors that may easily be dismissed or downplayed, such as name-calling, threats, possessiveness, or distrust. Abusers may apologize profusely for their actions or try to convince the person they are abusing that they do these things out of love or care. However, violence and control always intensifies over time with an abuser, despite the apologies. What may start out as something that was first believed to be harmless, such as wanting the victim to spend all of their time with only them because they love them so much, escalates into extreme control and abuse, such as threatening to kill or hurt them or even others in their family or friends. Though abuse may not always manifest itself in the physical form, Keep in mind that emotional and psychological abuse can often be just as extreme as physical violence. The lack of physical violence does not mean that the abuser is any less dangerous to the victim, nor does it mean that the victim is any less trapped by the abuse. Violence does not always end when the victim escapes the abuser or tries to terminate the relationship or even seek help. It often intensifies because the abuser feels a loss of control over their victim. In fact, the victim is often in the most dangerous directly following the escape of a relationship or when they seek help. One fifth of homicide victims with restraining orders are murdered within the first two days of obtaining that order. And then one third is murdered within the first month. Unfair blame is frequently put on the victim of the abuse because of the assumption that the victim chooses to stay in the abusive relationship. But the truth is, bringing an end to abuse is not a matter of the victim choosing to leave. It is a matter of the victim being able to safely escape their abuser and the abuser choosing to stop the abuse or others holding the abuser accountable for the abuse they inflict. In order to hold an abuser accountable, we have to know the signs. In my book, The Matrix, A Look Inside Domestic Violence, you'll find those signs there. But if you or someone you know is experiencing any form of domestic violence, you can reach out 24 hours a day to the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. That number again is 1-800-799-7233.
let's talk about domestic violence and the pandemic. Prior to COVID-19, studies show that one in four women and one in seven men was affected by domestic violence or intimate partner violence. The number has increased from men to 10. Studies also show that having increased prolonged isolation under the ordinances that we've had uh, for staying at home, uh, working from home orders, um, may have reduced the spread of the virus, but it forced people to stay home more than usual, which caused abusers to not be able to go outside of the home, which would have, under normal circumstances, reduced abusive episodes. But being forced to stay at home has also removed options that the abuser is typically used for stress, having somewhere to go. But we didn't have that. We may be getting back to normal now. But what that meant was that it might be more likely for them to take their frustrations out while at home to their partner. And unfortunately, it forced them to be isolated which also affects how the victim of domestic abuse can cope. Another factor is the loss of control that the abuser will experience. The pandemic has taken a lot of decisions out of the hands of people. Persons no longer have control over where they can go, what they can do, or even their financial situation. Since abusers are already driven by the need for control, they may try to compensate for this loss by becoming even stricter on their partners. This has increased the incidence of substance abuse and alcohol abuse, which heightens the level of abuse from intimate partner violence to another. But while persons might be using these avenues like substance abuse or alcohol as their way to relieve their stress, it's more likely that the control that they will give will be to their partner. And that means even those who have not shown signs of being abusive before could very well start. How do you cope with domestic violence? Dealing with abusive behavior from a partner can vary from person to person or relationship to relationship. But if you're in a situation that you see the violence is escalating, you want to move yourself to an area of safety, but avoiding areas like the bathroom or the kitchen kitchen because they have knives and things that could be a little bit more dangerous to you as the victim and the bathroom is because it's more isolated you don't really have much room to go or to escape you want to be able to move yourself from that relationship if possible but removing yourself from a relationship that's domestic in nature isn't it entirely requires more planning and assistance maybe from some other folks But while you're doing the planning, if that's something that you decide, you want to make sure that you have access to important documents like your birth certificate, social security card, health insurance, passport, etc. But unless you already have a place to stay, access your bank account and have cash on hand. It's also best for you to have help from a trusted friend or relative. But if you don't, Do as much research as possible on domestic violence shelters and organizations in your area. And while this pandemic may have affected you in some way, you want to be able to still reach out to others. It's still possible to get help and they can be contacted on the phone or online for some of these shelters or services. 
And even after getting out of the situation, you may still need therapy to deal with everything that you've gone through. And fortunately, many therapists offer online sessions so you can get the support you need without leaving where you feel safe. It has always been difficult to get out of an abusive relationship, but even in a pandemic such as what we have right now, it has made that even worse. If you need help leaving a domestic or intimate partner violence relationship, seek out as many resources as you can. As this pandemic continues, many shelters and online hotlines have found ways to adapt so that they can help provide you with the help that you need in this time. If you find yourself in that situation and in need of help, you can reach out to the National Domestic Violence Hotline 24 hours a day at 1-800-799-SAFE. 1-800-799-7233. And if you want to know the signs of domestic violence, visit my website at soulful-solutions.com. Click on the link to the book, The Matrix, A Look Inside Domestic Violence, and that'll help you sort out what you may not know the signs of domestic violence are.